Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Let me say first to everyone out in Tennessee who's going through uh, just a really horrible situation with these tornadoes. I love Nashville and the surrounding areas. I love the state of Tennessee. It's just a great place to live. You know, my heart is with you, man. I can only pray to get the strength to deal with this going forward with these tornadoes. It's just devastating news. I got a lot to talk about this weekend. It was a crazy news week, crazy news weekend, and even busier news Monday morning. A lot of good news, some bad news, a weekend update. Don't go anywhere. My pillow, six-piece towel sets, only $29.98 with promo code Dan. And this week only, my pillow is offering free shipping on all orders. Go to MyPillow.com right now, click on the radio podcast specials or call 1-800-637-4982. Interesting weekend update. Something happened to me this weekend and uh, I got just a crazy speech, man. You're going to love. I had to just get, it's Monday. I want to get off the bat on a good, on a good freaking start this week. I was going to drop and (laughs) realize that probably shouldn't do it right. A little too quick for that. Hey, if you've been turned down for a mortgage refinance because you don't have perfect credit, you may have called the wrong lender because believe it or not, it's possible to refinance your home with a score as low as 500. You've got to call American Financing where the process starts with a free mortgage review with a salary-based mortgage consultant. Learn how much you can save by paying off high interest debt, even if you've been turned down before. No pressure, no obligation, no upfront or hidden fees, just a simple conversation around ways to save an average of $700 a month. You start today, you may be able to, be- uh, to delay two mortgage payments and close in as fast as 10 days. You got nothing to lose. 888-994-7660. That's 888-994-7660. Or visit AmericanFinancing.net, not .com. AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 1823334. NMLSConsumerAccess.org. All right, I'd say producer Joe, let's go, but he's not here because we got intern Justin back today. He was in the chat this morning. I know we had a couple of technical hiccups at the beginning of the show. I hope you're watching it, though, regardless. Justin is back. We're glad to have him. I saw him at church yesterday. Kind of surprised me. Showed up. He got like the man face. Now I'm like, who the hell's this guy? Look, luckily he was immediately intercepted by my security guy who was like, who is this weirdo following you around? I'm like, I don't know, but you better get this guy on the ground and toss him for weapons immediately. So pretty cool, but quick weekend update. You know, I do these on the radio show. I've transplanted them into the podcast. Hey, listen, if you live in Florida, anywhere near Florida, matter of fact, if you don't even live in Florida and you want to eat some amazing food, I went to this place this weekend. You ever hear of Martorano's in Fort Lauderdale? Mart, like, you know, Quickie Mart, Walmart, Martorano's. So it's owned by this guy, Stevie Martorano, who's the, the place has been there forever. I mean, like, it's like an iconic place in South Florida. So you can never get in because it's the place is booked out like 75 years in advance. It's like Haley's Comet. Like you got a plan for Haley's Comet, you know, book now for your 75th birthday and you would get in. Like it's impossible to get in. So my wife, Paula, been dying to go to this place because the Italian food there is freaking amazing. Uh, amazing. You got to do the Italian. Uh, amazing. It's incredible. Uh, I've never tasted anything like it. So Paula can't get in. So what do we do? Paula goes to the website and she sees a picture of Stevie Martorano with actor Chaz Palminteri who is a friend and an awesome guy. You know what, Bronx Tale? Now you can't leave. You know Chaz? So she calls up Chaz and shoots him a text. Hey, Chaz, oh, oh, you do us a favor. You got us in the Martorano. He said, oh, it's a tough place. I don't know. Got us in, went down there. Awesome food. If you put it on your bucket list before you die, you're not going to eat anything. Like and the, the owner DJs while he's cooking, like in the kitchen. You can see him DJing, and the music is crazy good. 
And one more thing happened this weekend. This is how I know. This is kind of a weekend update, but more politics than anything. And I'll show you in the polls a little bit later. So I'm not going to say where I was, but I'm out of the spot because I want to get this person in trouble. And let's just say this person I ran into at this spot I'm in, she sees me and it, I got to have a security guy now on the weekends. It's a long story, but we get a lot of wackadoodles and the guy's a big dude, right? So he's hard to miss. So he doesn't usually like hang right next to me because he's kind of surveying what's going on, getting ready to kind of, you know, pounce like a ninja if something breaks bad, easy to see. But I'm, I'm checking out of this place. And so he's like over my shoulder a little bit. He's a big guy. And the lady, she sees people coming up to me asking for pictures. She comes up. I thought, folks, on my life, this happened. I'm not a liberal. I don't tell fake stories. I'll have to tell you guys where it was later. I just don't want to get this lady canned, right? And she goes, I don't know who you are, but let me tell you something. <laughs> I'm not kidding. She goes, that Joe Biden really sucks. I'm like, dude. Yeah, I'm going to write this on a note, Justin, for you. I'm going to tell you, let me tell you about this happened, okay? Let me see if I, nobody can see this. This is, this, is, this, is, this is going to be good. All right, can you see this on the screen? I don't want to get this lady can. You'll know the place right away. Here. I want you to read this. And tell me if you're surprised, all right? No, you probably won't be. But he'll know. And the lady's like, he really sucks. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course. She's like, Joe Biden sucks. Folks, the lady has no idea who I am. Zero. Zero. She never, she must not watch Fox, do many politics or anything like that. But she knew by instinct, it was the weirdest thing to tell me Joe Biden sucked. I'm telling you, man, things are getting bad enough. I'm, I'm, this is how I know things are getting bad enough. All right, moving on. I want to get to this speech because this speech is a banger. You know, my man, uh, Mark Robinson, he's running for governor in North Carolina. If you don't know this guy, you got to look him up. This is the, this is probably outside of Trump, the best no bullshit candidate anywhere in the country. I mean, a guy who, and I mean this with respect, doesn't have the filter. I mean, he just says what he says and because he means it. And I think it's why. He's running away with the primary in North Carolina to be the next governor. He was given this speech on the Second Amendment, which is where I found Mark Robinson years ago when he gave a speech in front of a town council meeting on the Second Amendment because they were attacking the gun stores or whatever it was. This guy is absolutely incredible. I figured on a Monday, you ever hear that, that song in the, in the 80s or the 90s? Let's get this party started. I figured let's get this party started right and let's get it started quickly. Listen to this. Check this out. Let's just suppose these Antifa people showed up at your house, 15, 30, 40 deep, and all you had was a six-shot shotgun. Wouldn't make it very long, would you? But if I got an AR-15 with 30, 32 in the clip and 16 or 20 more clips laying down there on the ground, magazines on the ground, I can hold them off pretty good with that. <laughs> hold them off pretty good. You see, people have gotten the wrong idea about what our Second Amendment is. Our Second Amendment ain't got a thing to do with duck hunting, skeet shooting, or the shooting sports. Not a thing. Our founding fathers didn't just finish a skeet shooting match. They just finished freeing this nation from the most powerful army on earth. The Second Amendment of our Constitution stands for one purpose and one purpose only. To defend this nation against enemies foreign and domestic and to ensure 
that the people of this nation can defend themselves in their homes and keep their freedom, even if that means fighting their own government. Yeah, I said it. And see, elected officials ain't supposed to say stuff like that. Not supposed to. It's not politically correct. But that Constitution I read and the history books I read tell me this. Governments who have all the guns and have all the power always become despotic and become a terror to the people. Who do you hear talking like that outside like Mark Robinson and, and Trump? Our founding fathers didn't finish a skeet shooting match when they wrote the Constitution. You're damn right they didn't. They had something in mind, which was individual empowerment. The idea that you didn't have to rely on a government entity that doesn't give a shit about you for your own personal safety. They understood that. It's why they enshrined it in the Second Amendment that couldn't have been written any more clearly. It's only liberals who don't understand what shall not be infringed means. They couldn't have written the language any more clearly. Figured I'd start you off on a Monday like that. And why? Because, ladies and gentlemen, there's an election coming up for Mark Robinson, who I strongly support as the governor, next governor in North Carolina. Strongly support in the strongest possible terms. And by the way, I, I love this. The tractors out there. I don't want to get lost in all this primary stuff, but oh, look at this. It was a business financial. Oh, really? Really? Okay, you're going to talk to me about that when Joe Biden's business was selling his entire family overseas to the highest bidder? Uh, yeah, okay, we're good. Thanks. You can you can take that. Election season coming up, folks. It's a season of choices. And there are real choices. You can pick guys like that. Or you can pick bullshitters and liars like Joe Biden, who told the Amtrak story for the 10,000th time this week. I'll play that in a couple minutes, too. But there's a season of choices coming up and the choices couldn't be more perilous for you. I have warned you so often and so repeatedly, I'm glad many of you have taken and run with it, that the reason the vaccine mandate and the mask mandate during the Biden administration by some swampy Republican governors too were so devastating is neither one of those things has anything to do with vaccines or masks. They have everything to do with breaking down barriers you believe you have. Oh, I have control over my body and my own money. I'm a free citizen. The left does not believe that. The fact that they softened so many people up who just blissfully played along with mask mandates and vax mandates. By the way, I'm not saying like in the beginning, if you put a mask on, we all did because you thought, okay, maybe there's something to this. You know, other people, you know, maybe want to affect other people. A lot of people just put it on the beginning because they thought it made help. I'm talking about at the end when the science came out. And this became mandated. So many people just blindly followed along because they wanted to not be that guy. They wanted to fit in with their liberal and swampy friends who were like, oh, look, he's playing along. He's got the mask on. He's one of us. It was like a shibboleth. You have a choice going forward, folks. I played this cut last week. We didn't, I don't know if we got to it on the radio, but I definitely got to it on the podcast. But I want you to listen to this again in context of what I'm talking about. If we lose this next election, you are going to see things. You have never seen before things you never thought you'd see in America. You are going to see a collectivist takeover of the economy. You are going to see carbon passports, central bank digital currencies. Bitcoin is probably going to be banned. You are going to see restrictions on personal freedom like you've never seen before. And COVID was the vehicle for all of it. Those vax and mask mandates were not about vax and masks. They were about breaking down the idea that you have individual liberty. Listen to Yuval Harari again. Explain this, how COVID was a vehicle for everything else once they softened you up. Take a listen. 
it's not an extremely deadly virus. It's not the Black Death. And look what it's doing to the world. So now just try to think what will be the implications of a much bigger uh, problem like climate change. Also, conceptually, it shows that, um, and here I completely agree with you, Ratgar, that it shows you that you can change things on a massive scale. That, um, and again, you can stop all flights. You can lock down entire countries. You can actually do that. And uh, life goes on in some way. And this, I would say, may make us more open to radical ideas about how to deal also with climate change. Folks, they're telling you what they're going to do. They're telling it's not a secret. They're telling you this. We went over the whole carbon passport thing last week. There's going to be carbon passports. Carbon passport? Yeah, like a credit card. Here's your allotment of carbon credits. Well, I, I commute to work 60 miles. Oh, that's 20 carbon credits. That's your allotment for the month. Yeah, but that's only one day. I don't know what you're going to do. Find a new job. Travel overseas, 40 carbon credits. Yeah, but that's two days of travel to work or whatever. Sorry, can't go to work. By the way, thank you to the 14,000 hardcore P1s who are here. If you're wondering what's going on, I'm, I'm watching you in the chat right now. The show goes on no matter what between 11 and 12. We are under a massive cyber attack right now. Why? Because what I told you just, it's actually perfect timing for this segment. Because people hate Rumble and want to censor this site so badly. Maniac shitbird scumbags around the world spend millions and millions of dollars trying to take this thing online with DDoS attacks. Luckily, we're getting hipper to it. We're getting back faster and faster. But it's just ridiculous. So that's what happened. But you guys, 21,000. Fuck yeah. Thank you for hanging around no matter what. You're like the hardcore P1 crowd. I appreciate that. I hope I get the rest of you back later. We typically do. So, you know, yeah, man, the whole show will be available right away. Don't worry, but the servers on the, on the other side are fine. So now I want you to show you what I mean. In case you think, oh, no, this is all bullshit, Dan. Come on. They're just saying that this guy Harari, he's not really a politician. He's more of like a thought leader. Nobody's taking their advice from him. They're not using COVID to still push mask mandates and stuff. Ha! Here's the CDC director. Her name is Mandy Cohen. Here she is pushing mask mandates again. I promise you, if Joe Biden gets reelected and there's another outbreak of some COVID type respiratory disease, mask mandates, boom, right back. Guaranteed. Check this out. Get your updated COVID and flu vaccines and your RSV vaccine if you're over 60. It's not too late to get vaccinated if you haven't already. And use additional layers of protection, like avoiding people who are sick, washing your hands, improving ventilation and wearing a mask. There, this, this is insane. This is the CDC director. She has access to the best knowledge pool and science out there anywhere. And she is still pushing this ridiculous absurdity of masks. Why? Because she believes in masks? No, she doesn't. She knows master shit. She doesn't believe in masks. She's following the Yuval Harari theory. They want to break you down with masks, knowing you'll put something on your face if they tell you. To break down the idea that you have any choices, so then they can push more choice restriction on you in the future, like carbon passports and the electric grid. The electric grid is coming. You better listen to me, man. You are going to lose control of your finances, and you are going to lose control of your ability to transport yourself to places. If you can't move, movement is life. 
You ever see, uh, what's that movie about the zombies with Brad Pitt? World War Z? What does he say? Uh, Move miento es la vida or some and movement is a, it's true. He's talking about how they got to get away from the zombies. If you can't move, you can't live. You can't collect food. You can't collect water. You die. They want an electrified fleet of electric cars so they can shut the electric down to your house when you exceed your carbon allotment on your carbon passport. I showed you the articles last week. This is all coming. And in a chat, like I hope you understand that. If you think I'm making this up, what if I would have told you a few years ago that the government would de facto mandate an experimental vaccine go into your body? Corporate America would play along and then they would demand you put a face diaper on your face that does nothing to stop COVID. You'd be like, what are you crazy? No one's going to do that. They did it. Oh, they're not going to spy on a presidential candidate, weaponize the FBI. They did it. All this stuff is coming. Combine it with central bank digital currencies, which is going to monitor everything you spend your money on. You're not going to be able to spend money. You're not going to be able to move. You're going to lose your body sovereignty. Crypto is going to be, why do you think Elizabeth Warren and others are pushing to get rid of crypto? Because they don't control it. Ladies and gentlemen, you have a choice. You have a choice coming up. Thankfully, you know what, Guy, move that tweet about the uh, polls after this, because this is important. Here's some good news, because you know I like good news, but I don't want to mess with you all, you're all freaking out on a Monday. The, uh, the bad news first is this Breitbart article. I mean, the good news for us, I should say. It's actually kind of good news, good news. Biden's collapsing in the polls. Joe Biden, least popular president in U.S. history. But there's an issue here. Here's kind of, again, good news, bad news. The good news is nobody likes Joe Biden. Almost no one. I don't want to do a no true Scotsman, but almost no one likes Joe Biden. Even the people who like him barely like him. The strong approval stuff is minimal. In other words, I strongly approve of Biden. People don't like Joe Biden. The issue is this. He's so unpopular. My fear here is that he's going to get pushed out of the race early. What we want to do if we're being tactical here, if we're being tactical, I know that's hard with these swampy GOPers out there, not you guys. You want to keep Joe Biden in the race as long as possible. You want to keep him in the race up until the end and then have him bow out. Why? Tell me in the chat. You know why, right? You want to keep them in the race as long as possible so that the donors waste all their money buying TV ads for a candidate that's not on the ballot. Money is fungible, but money when spent is gone. Consumption's a destruction of wealth. I buy a hot dog and I eat it. It's destroyed. You may have enjoyed the hot dog. You paid for the enjoyment, but the wealth is gone, right? The same thing works for political ads. We want to keep this guy's got to remain unpopular. But I got to tell you, folks, he's so bad right now. It actually almost doesn't work for us. We need to keep this guy in the race as long as possible. Eat up hundreds of millions of dollars in ad revenue for a candidate who sucks, who's not on the ballot, and then have like a Gavin Newsom try to parachute in in the end when it's already too late. I would rather have Joe Biden in this thing the whole time because he's the weakest candidate. He's not going to be the candidate. So we got to engage in this delicate balancing act. Because right now, he's getting destroyed. Tom Bevan, Real Clear Politics. Again, a guy who's not a hyper-partisan, he plays it straight. Here's CNN polls. What do you mean, Fox polls? No, CNN poll. Georgia, Trump 49, Biden 44. Five-point lead. Polls are polls. Don't get too excited. They're acute moments in time. I get it. But I'd rather be ahead than behind. Michigan, Trump 50. 
Biden 40. Why am I putting this up? Anybody know? I'm trying to drink water normal. I don't want to cause it. Justin's not aware of the water scandal. Unless he watched the show. Oh, I can't even do it. I'm trying. I got to go left on. Watergate. That's funny. Anyone know why I picked these two states? Chatsters. 58,000. Look at that. That's not bad. That's a nice recovery. Love you guys. Why am I picking these two states? I'm waiting. Anyone have an idea? No, 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 no. No, what? Yes! Yeah, wait, wait. Who was that? Who was it? Hold on. Garner Steve. Garner Steve. Large black populations. Georgia, Atlanta, Michigan, Detroit. Garner Steve, you're a freaking genius. You're our chatster of the day. We got a little award. Justin, put that thing. Give it a little award. Design a little award. Make it after my Oscar or something like that. Chatster of the day, Garner Steve. How the hell do you think Trump, if this poll, say it's only half true, cut his lead in half, say Trump's up by five in Michigan. How the hell is he up in a state that is largely Democratic, run by unions? How? Because there's a large black population. But I thought he, was, he wasn't doing good with the black vote. Really? What makes you believe that? Is he going to win 50% of the black vote? Not a chance. Does he have to? Nope. If he wins 15 to 18, these numbers are accurate. Garner Steve. I got to take a break. I got more here. Because this COVID cover-up they're engaged in is a really big deal. This is still going on. Rand Paul just tore it up this weekend. As a theory I've had for a long time. Is this thing a bioweapon? Was it a bioweapon? I'm not sure. Were they developing a bioweapon? Maybe. Stay frosty. Get back to you in a second here. A great day begins with a great night's sleep. You're missing out if you're not sleeping on a Helix mattress. Helix offers 20 unique mattresses for big, tall, short, wide, even special ones for kids. To find a perfect fit, Helix provides a 100-night in-home sleep trial. No matter your sleeping position, I'm a side sleeper. Helix is the answer. Memory foam hybrid, all the more responsive to the individual, with enhanced cooling features to keep you from overheating. Helix is about comfort, care, and a great night's sleep. My Helix mattress, the best I've slept on. The setup was fast and super easy. I got the Midnight Lux. I love it. Don't just take my word for it. GQ and Wired Magazine named Helix. Their number one mattress. Take the Helix sleep quiz at helixsleep.com and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. As a bonus, Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for my listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Dan, H-E-L-I-X. Helixsleep.com slash Dan. It's their best offer yet that won't last long. Helixsleep.com slash Dan. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Can personally vouch. Check them out. The cover-up and these mandates are going to be back. I think the American people are picking up on this. I don't think Black America, White America, or Hispanic America wants to be told what to do, folks. This is an entrepreneurial country of people who are like, to people who tell them what to do. That's just why we are the way we are. That's why America's got the biggest balls in the world. We just do. It's why I love this country so much. We just don't do things like everyone else. And that's why we're not like everyone else. And that's why Joe Biden, when he tries to make us like everyone else, like a bunch of commie socialists, that's why he's at 37% approval. But it's because of stuff like this. Rand Paul gave a killer interview this weekend on Maria Bartiromo's show on Fox. This is a great show. I love Maria. She's fantastic. Rand Paul was asked a question. This is kind of an eye opener because, you know, this guy has information. I think he knows more than he's saying. Maybe he's limited because some of it's classified. I got to guess because if he could say it, I'm sure he would. This COVID cover up is getting ugly. And he's asked a question about the bioweapon. 
is this, was this thing some kind of a bioweapon? And his answer, it was a lot of juice in here, a lot of JUIs. Here, check this out. He was visiting the CIA in early 2020. We know that the CIA scientists, seven of them, voted six to one to say it came from the lab, and then they were reversed by superiors. We need to know whether Anthony Fauci influenced the superiors or perhaps the opposite. Did the CIA influence Anthony Fauci? But we also need to know how often he was visiting and what he was there for. Our understanding is that he wasn't recorded on visitor logs, but he was appearing frequently at the CIA. You have to realize that he was not a scientist in charge of a cure for cancer. He was also in charge of a lot of bioweapons money and in charge of a lot of things that had dual use. And they won't reveal any of this to us. They had weekly meetings on dangerous dual use research concerns and gain of function. And not one item of any of those meetings has been released to us, despite us asking for it for over three years. Do you believe COVID was a bioweapon? I think that it was probably developed for a vaccine. I think they developed a coronavirus. They inserted this cleavage site in to make it more infectious to humans. And that they had a vaccine very early on because I think they were developing a vaccine against COVID and then COVID got out. But the interesting thing is the scientist, Dr. Zoe Yusin, who developed it, died mysteriously two months after the development of the virus. He fell from a tall building in Beijing. And there's a lot of uh, questions as to the circumstances of his death. Now, that's a topic. Remember, Guy, we covered extensively. Guy who was intimately involved with the development of this virus and the vaccine. It's crazy. Justin, he fell from a building in China. Yeah, so weird. How does that happen? He's like a scientist. He's like, oh, my gosh, there's no step there. Yeah, it's because it's the edge of the building. Oh, look, that's the pavement at 80 miles an hour. What? How did that happen? Yeah, that hurt. There's no one there with, like, one of those, like, you know, like in the circus when they put the things out. and they're like. That's so weird. Yeah, yeah. They have the laundry cart. Exactly. What happened? It's so strange. Guy falls off a building. So weird. After being intimately involved in the creation of the virus and a vaccine. Now, let me just ask you a question, folks. Again, Chester's out there. Why would you create a vaccine if you were working on a, a really infectious respiratory virus? Why would you create a vaccine early? Maybe because if you unleashed it on the world, you want to make sure your own people don't die. I'm just throwing that out there. Oh, and look at that. We were involved in a lot of dual use experimentation, dual use, meaning weapons and civilian use when it comes to these deadly viruses, dual use, meaning two for the liberals. They're like, what does dual use mean? It means two, the deuce, like dual. So there was like bioweapon stuff when the CIA seemed to have a real interest in, you know, what do we call it? carving out and contouring the talking points for Fauci? Why would the CIA be interested in that? Why is the CIA, what are they, scientists all of a sudden? Maybe did the CIA have anything to do with this and is trying to hide their role in a dual-use program that may have slipped out and caused a world catastrophe? Gee, I don't know. Nah, nah, a guy fell off a roof. You know, it happens. It happens every day. People are on roofs and they're like, oh my gosh, look, it's the ledge. I just fell. Happens all the time. Happens in Iran a lot if you're gay. It's like, oh my gosh, that guy fell off the roof. How did that happen? Yeah, with six other people he knew. That's so crazy. How they all, didn't they see the first guy? Don't get wrong. No, he nailed it. Russia. It's in the Gaza Strip. It's actually common too. Even the weird thing is like Hamas versus the, the PLO guys fell off roofs. That's how crazy Gaza is. These PLO guys, Gisa and Russians common too. They, you know what it is? People just have no sense of gravity and stuff. They're like, this gravity shit don't apply in Russia. What is it? Like the gravity, what do you fall at? 9.8 meters per second? I forget my physics class. Whatever it is. 
Meters per thousand. You see, you go, Justin, what are you, an engineer or something like that? You see, he knows that. You know, the, the potential and kinetic energy, they're like, nah, it's a Russia. Don't apply here. Let me just try. Oh, shit. Look, it does work. Ah, so weird. <laughs> yeah, he said it right. Those sneaky windows that just open. And you're like, oh, shit. I thought there was a window. It is not. Ah, what the fuck? Look. Oh, my shit. Look, pavement. Look at that. Is that window? Oh, it's, ah. Here's a hint. If you think there's a window there, but you're not sure, don't jump. Like, don't test it. Because if the window's there, you're going to slice yourself open. And if it's not, you're still going to be dead because you're going to hit the pavement. There's not a fire escape in a lot of these places. So just a little, you know, a little word of caution there. It's crazy we got to do these segments, but you realize morons fall for this, right? Liberals, they're like, yeah, the guy fell off a building in China after working on a vaccine and a deadly respiratory virus that was unleashed upon the world. And liberals are like, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Shit happens, you know? Okay. Whatever, morons. You keep it up. We went, yeah, yeah. We covered this whole story, man. Then there was the bat lady. I mean, we covered this whole story on the show repeatedly. You should know the story, too, because it's really, I mean, it's an incredible story. Sorry, just checking. You guys are still humming, man. We got a great crowd. That's great, considering all the, all the issues we had. Listen, we're starting to collect scalps, too. This is going to be Good News Monday a bit. Ladies and gentlemen, we are starting to win. You got, I've even put this in caps here. I take little notes for me so I don't want to forget stuff. You got to listen to me on this, please, okay? Bend the knee here. Bend on the knee. Please listen. I am begging. Getting down parts. It's getting up parts. It's worse. You must make the left live by their own rules. You have to. There is no high road here. Anybody in the swampy Republican Party Telling you, listen, this is censorship, demanding accountability for these college professors. It is not censorship. I don't give a shit if they're fired or not. I don't work at Penn or Harvard, and I don't care. I am entitled to an opinion, too, and so are donors to Harvard and Penn. I donate all kinds of places. I donate to Folds of Honor because it's a great charity. If Folds of Honor started donating to the Chinese Communist Party, I have every right to say, I'm not donating. They would never do that. Dan Rooney's a good guy. But you get the point. I love all these people out there. They got to take the high road and support their right to speak. I do support their right to speak. Their right to speak like assholes, too. And when they say asshole things, I'm going to call them out. And you shouldn't stop. Please listen to me. You have to make these people live by their own words and their own rules. If they want to cancel... Dave Chappelle and Morgan Wallen for shit they said 10 years ago, whatever, totally unrelated to anything that's not even, you know, remotely reflective who these people are, then we should be able to comment on what people say right now. I'll get to that in a second because there's been a big update on this whole, sorry, I got kind of up, but this, this topic, given that I've dedicated my life to free speech, I'll throw this out there now in case you think, let me, I just thought of this right now. Not notes, nothing, nothing prepared here. To the president of Penn, Liz McGill, resigned. I'll get to that in a second. As president only, by the way. Don't fall for that whole scam. You want to start an account on Rumble? I mean, I'm not a manager there. I'm just an investor. But I can guarantee you, call the CEO. I'll set up an account for you tomorrow. He probably thinks you're a moron. Here, do your pocket. I'm dead serious. There you go. I, as an investor... Although I don't make management decisions there, we'll fully back the decision. Because I think you're an idiot. 
And I'd like, idiots should have the right to speak to. There you go. Put my money where my mouth is, right? I'm, I'm dead serious. Go start a Rumble account. Explain to us why you think uh, genocide needs context. Love to hear it. All right, let me get to quick spots here. And my last two, uh, last two spots, and I'm going to get to this, uh, back to this, because this is a really important story. And how they're trying to frame it as a Republican's pounce is hilarious. Omaha Steaks, the holidays are here. Let Omaha Steaks take the guesswork out of gifting. Shop carefully curated gift packages that are guaranteed to make spirits bright all winter long. Go to omahasteaks.com. Save 50% off site-wide. Plus, when you use promo code BONGINO at checkout, get an additional $30 off your order. Send tender, juicy, delicious butcher's cut filet mignons, mouth-watering burgers, gourmet jumbo franks, or even easy-to-prepare meals that are ready in a flash. Omaha Steaks ready to ship your order right away. Shop early, beat the shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use promo code BONGINO at checkout. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit omahasteaks.com. Take advantage of 50% off. Come on, man. You ain't going to beat that 50% off site-wide. Plus, use promo code BONGINO. What? Come on, come on, man, at checkout. Use promo code Bongino. These guys are like, you better order some more so I can steal some from your freezer. Bongino at checkout. Get an extra $30 off your order. OmahaStakes.com. Promo code Bongino. Minimum order may be required. Our last spot today, Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They stand behind their service and their values as a company. Everybody's flocking over to Patriot Mobile because they put the cause ahead of profits. I'm proud to partner with them. Starting today. Patriot Mobile is having an every Friday matters promotion. They'll give you a brand new smartphone when you make the switch today. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you access to all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you support a company who believes in free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and more. The 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your number, and for a limited time, get a free smartphone. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Bongino or call 972-PATRIOT. Use promo code FRIDAY76. Again, that's a free smartphone. Offer is eligible only with the Every Friday Matters promo code, which is FRIDAY76. Limited time offer. Join me. Make the switch today. patriotmobile.com slash Bongino. patriotmobile.com slash Bongino or call 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT. Ladies and gentlemen, again, there is no high road here. Here is the message to the Penn community as President Liz McGill, who gave that abomination of a piece of testimony up on Capitol Hill last week about Jewish genocide, how it's a context-dependent decision. Should we exterminate the Jews around the planet? It depends on the guy. What is the context? Justin, you haven't been here. Was there any context for that? Nah. Trying to think of context. No, no, I can't think of one. Hold on, give me a minute. No, still can't think of one. Apparently, Professor McGill had a tough time with that. It's true. You find, Justin says if you find a couple assholes out there, I'm sure they'll give you some reason. They'll think of something. That's what a-holes do. Which, they, it's, it's freaking crap, right? It's like, ask that, that. You know what, folks? This is like the mask thing. Like, I actually enjoy the mask now because I know to stay away from the people who wear them because you're probably a moron. This is one of those questions that's actually helpful. If you want to know if the guy or woman in your life is a douchebag, just be like, is there a context for genocide? If they're sitting there at the table on a date, like, and like more than 10 seconds goes by, you should probably cancel that date. 
So what is it? Swipe left or right? Like what? I don't know. Yes, it's Dan Bongino dating advice. Yes, for you younger kids out there. This is one of those questions. You know, you know people wonder like, is this my soulmate? I don't even know what that means. Whatever. It's like, I got mine. I got the lovely Paulita. I didn't have to ask her this question because I already know the answer. But Justin, you're a young guy. Gee, you're married, so you're useless in this. Well, this is a question on a date. You're on a date with whatever. Yeah, Lizzie. Hey, Lizzie, how are you, sweetheart? Nice to meet you. Probably don't call her sweet. She'll probably kill you because you'll be offended. How are you? Lovely. Or whatever. Maybe if you call her that, she'll get mad too. Who knows? Especially if she has G, Joe, Thou, J, Joe, Thou pronouns or whatever it is. But you're like, hey, uh, Lizzie, I, I just got a simple question before we have a, a dinner here. Uh, do you think there's a context for genocide? And again, you just here's what you do. Take your phone, Justin, and put a timer on. And just be like, if she hits the 10 mark and does not have an answer, you'd be like, you know what? I'm going to wrap this date up. I just got here. It's okay. Have fun. Here's my credit card. Dinner's on me. Send it back later. So she left, Liz McGill. She resigned. But if you notice, wait, hold this up. She will remain a tenured faculty member at Penn Carry Law. So again, don't fall for the scam. Like, oh, she resigned. Yeah, she's still a tenured faculty member. Dan, I thought you say you don't want people fired. I, it's not my business. I'm just telling you what the facts are. It says it right there. A whole bunch of people this weekend were like, oh, this is so great. She resigned. What is the president? She's still getting paid by Penn's law school, apparently. I'm just giving you the facts. I mean, if I had a college and it was my, you know, again, like I told you before, with the, I'd make donations to sites that I think do the right thing. Penn University's clearly confused about this. I would be like, if I was a donor, wait, this lady's still on the staff, right? Like, I'm not financing this, am I? Oh, you're canceling. Oh, bullshit. I'm not canceling anything. It was a trek. He said it right. I mean, folks, we all got trapped. What do you mean, Dan? How did we get trapped? Well, the why, what is this? The DNUs, they always come. I don't even know what, where these really come from. I look at these headlines. I want to show you these headlines because these are hilarious. This is goes to show you how the left, they know they messed up. So, of course, they got to turn it into what? A Republicans pound story. Republicans pound stories very simply. When the left gets caught in a trap because these professors were all leftists, they couldn't call out genocide, right? They always got to blame it on Republicans by covering the Republican response. But there's like, they're starting to get sophisticated with the Republicans pound stories. Look at these ridiculous headlines. Here's one at a hearing on Israel. University presidents walked into a trap. This is what keeps me so. What's the trap? This was a simple question, bro. This isn't like they asked what the Pythagorean theorem and it was an English major who forgot. This is a trap. They asked a simple question. Hey, uh, what about calls for killing all the Jews? Oh, that's a context-dependent decision. Why? I mean, if it turns into action, action? You mean like they kill all the Jews on your campus? When you, they have to do that first? That sounds like kind of a weird code of conduct. Uh, you can call for the killing of an ethnic group on campus. Just don't do it. Because if you do it, then we're going to have a little bit of a problem. Oh, I, that's kind of a lot of leeway, isn't it? Here's another one. If this isn't the greatest Republicans pounce ever, this fury erupts over campus anti-Semitism. Conservatives seize, seize, pounce. Conservatives seize the moment. You see how they got to turn it around into a Republican thing? Like you're the crazy person. I don't want to hear any lectures, by the way, from leftist a-holes or morons out there. Oh, look, and they know many on the left are criticizing them. They're like, oh, you centrist Democrat, you better stick with us. Listen, man, 
is an answer to this question. And the answer is that's not acceptable. And we are not going to do this anymore, folks. If these people want to live with cancel culture, then take that syrup of Ipecac and stick it down their freaking mouths. You hear what I'm telling you? Take that Ipecac and make them swallow it. You know Ipecac? It make you throw up when you were a kid if you swallowed poison. Make them swallow it. They want to live with cancel culture because uh, Dave Chappelle made a joke like five years ago. Whatever the hell, I don't remember what he was talking about. It's so ridiculous. Something about the trans thing or whatever. And you live with it. All right, a little bit of a comedy timeout. So you know I've got this thing for Joe Biden, right? Joe Biden and his lies. Now, just to be careful here, I am not mad at Joe Biden because he lies. I can't say this enough because I'm not a hypocrite because every politician lies, Republicans and Democrats. I'm mad at Joe Biden because he lies all the time about everything. He gets caught in the lie and he continues to tell the lie. You're not going to believe it, but the Amtrak story where Joe Biden met this Amtrak conductor named Angelo who told him he was like a million mile member. And he says the Secret Service almost shot the guy when he came up to him. This story has been debunked. At How many times do you think we've done this? Ten times now? At least? Maybe more? I mean, he's told this story. Folks, nobody believes it. Why? The guy he's talking about died in what, 1993 or so, or 2003? Way before, even 2014. It doesn't matter. He was dead before Biden had Secret Service protection. The story can't possibly be true. Here he goes again, telling the story again. Senior guys in Amtrak, I became friends with all of them after all the years. And uh, I've ridden 36 years as a senator. And he comes up to me. His name is Angelo. And he comes over and he says, Joey, baby. grabs my cheek and says, I thought they were going to shoot him. And uh, I said, Ange, what's the matter? He said, we just said, I just read in the newspaper. Because they keep meticulous mileage. How many times you, how many miles you use an uh, aircraft in, for the United States Air Force as vice president? I just read in the paper, Joe, you traveled 1,000, excuse me, 1,200,000 miles in Air Force. He said, big, I won't quote him exactly. He said, big deal, Joey. He said, we just had a retirement dinner in Newark, New Jersey. He said, just had a retirement dinner. You know how many miles you've ridden? I said, no, Angie. He said, 1,327,000 miles. I don't hear any more about the Air Force. Folks, this story is just bullshit. He's just making it. I don't even want to waste any more time. I, I play it every time because it's just hilarious. The guy has no attachment to the truth at all. Let me tell you another guy who has no attachment to the truth. One of the biggest phonies you're ever going to meet, who I'm absolutely horrified I voted for, but I had no choice. What was I going to do? Vote for Obama? Mitt Romney. This guy's a freaking disgrace. One of the biggest sellouts I've ever seen. You know what makes me sick? Freaking weakness. And to swampy GOP loser dipshits out there like Adam Kinzinger, Mitt Romney, Jeff Flake, that pathetic weasel who I'm glad is gone from the scene for now. These people disgust me. You're a freaking disgrace. The people who went after Jim Jordan for the speaker's race. You guys just suck. All of you. You're a total embarrassment. I really hate you guys more than any. I mean, even more than Democrats. At least Democrats are honest telling you they're trying to destroy the country. I mean, they're honestly trying to destroy the country. These swampy GOP people pretend like they're not, and then they destroy it anyway. These people hate you, and they salivate like a bunch of desperate puppy dogs for a treat for the attention of a media operation that hates us. Mitt Romney wants to be accepted 
by the Washington Post and New York Times and the cocktail party crowd so badly. It's pathetic. This was a successful business guy with a successful investment career who doesn't even need anything from these people. He's rich beyond belief. He could probably, I mean, he could spend money through a thousand different lifetimes and still not go broke. And he's still kissing the ass of these people. Did you see this? This happened this weekend. This guy amazingly comes out with the left-wing line. You can tell I'm freaking furious about this, about there being not enough evidence right now to impeach Joe Biden. Listen to this. Have you seen any evidence that President Biden has committed high crimes and misdemeanors? No, I I don't uh, see any evidence of that at all. Uh, I think before you begin an impeachment inquiry, you ought to have some evidence, some inclination uh, that there's been wrongdoing. And so far, there's nothing of that nature that's been provided. There's nothing at all, folks. There's no evidence at all. There's no SARS text emails, Bobolinsky testimony, Devin Archer testimony, uh, the brand testimony. They were preserving the brand, selling the brand. There's no photos, the Poroshenko recording, bank records, Eric Schwerin emails, the big guy check, the bank records, the Privat bank money. None of that stuff matters. The Chinese Communist Party payments made to Hunter that made their way to Joe, the office space. The Joe Biden and Hunter Biden, uh, 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 the collaboration that they did with Bobolinsky that he talked about extensively on Tucker Carlson. Now, Mitt Romney, here's the thing with Mitt Romney, why this guy's such a scumbag. No, and I use my words deliberately, believe me. Mitt Romney is not a dumb guy. He's actually an extremely smart guy. When I was working with the Secret Service out at SLOC, the Salt Lake Olympic Committee, when he took over, he rescued that whole Olympics. That's a fact. Romney, was he at Bain? He was at Bain. He made some investment decisions and financial stuff there that were just the stuff of genius. Yeah, that's a fact. That's why you should be more insulted about Romney. This guy is not only a smart guy, he's a brilliant guy. And he's such a disgusting, character-free sellout that he's smart enough to know all this stuff is out there. The bank records, the texts, the emails, the checks. He knows all of it the testimony, because he's not stupid. And he goes on TV like a sucker loser. And he lies anyway to kiss the ass of the left, saying, please take me in, man. Please take me in. Guy's a disgrace. Should be embarrassed. Thank God this guy's not running again. What a train wreck of a candidate this guy was. This guy set the Republican Party back through his dreadful presidential campaign where he lost to Obama and gave Biden a second life and through his time in the Senate crapping all over Republicans. He set us back four or five years. This guy is a nuclear weapon to the Republican Party. And I wanted to say thank God for the IRS whistleblowers who blew the whistle on this Hunter Biden fiasco and what they were doing to cover this up. I want to play this supercut. You know, uh, Tom Elliott over at Gravy, and he's got the best supercuts. I say it all the time. Follow him on social media. He's got the best supercuts out there. I want you to notice the difference in this supercut here. How when the whistleblowers, air quote, decided it would be a good idea to attack Donald Trump, how whistleblowers are untouchable. And now these IRS whistleblowers, which actually told the truth, unlike some whistleblowers attacking Trump, right? How all of a sudden the media's treatment of whistleblowers is totally different. You're going to hear a couple segments here. They love whistleblowers. It's against Trump. But when real whistleblowers emerge about Biden, we got to be really skeptical of whistleblowers. These people are totally full of shit. Take a look. The attack on the whistleblower 
um, is, is never wise. It's never lawful. Um, it's never honorable. It's everything you said. It's a travesty. And I'm not going to call them whistleblowers. They don't deserve whistleblower protection. Each and every one of them has a uh, strange history, has, guess what, Russian connections. They always do. These are not, as we would consider them, whistleblowers, people who are alleging wrongdoing. They weren't really whistleblowers at all. In fact, they weren't even credible witnesses. Two or three people who are political operatives, but they're not whistleblowers. These guys are not whistleblowers, period is a hardworking, patriotic person in the intelligence community who just wants to put the information out there. The president to call into question the credibility of this whistleblower. They're referring to this whistleblower as the so-called whistleblower. So-called whistleblower on the Biden family. Welcome back to so-called whistleblower from the so-called whistleblowers. See so-called whistleblowers, so-called whistleblowers, so-called whistleblowers, so-called whistleblower, so-called whistleblower, so-called whistleblowers, whistleblowers. That's what he's calling them. Whistleblower, whistle, quote unquote, whistleblowers are alleged IRS whistleblower. The GOP is marketing as whistleblowers. You know, we know these people have no human dignity. So why do I play that? I play it because there are people, believe it or not, listening. There are. I'm not wasting your time. There's actually probably a decent number of people watching out of the 80,000 people here right now who still believe the media at least tries to get it right. Don't, don't laugh. I know in the chat, you're like, no, I swear. I believe me. I get emails from people all the time. Dan, don't you think, why would they purposely shred their credibility? You'd be stunned how many times I get this email, even from some Republicans. Not conservatives. Real conservatives get it. These people are full of shit. And I want to prepare you right now. Get ready. I'm preparing you right now for another narrative, media narrative. In other words, a fairy tale coming this week. I want to get you ready for it so you're prepared to answer your leftist friends. Folks, there's a big budget deal coming up. And here's the bottom line up front. The Republican Party has finally decided to take a stand on the border. For what, I, I'm not. I, I, we can talk about the, the, the stuff they screwed up another day. This is actually some decent news. They said, "Listen, we've only got one half of one branch of government, which is true. It's a fact. They've got the House. They don't have the Senate, and even the House margin right now is down to like one or two. They've got almost nothing. They don't have the presidency." They said, "We're not giving you any more, Joe Biden. We're not giving you any more Ukraine money. You want Ukraine money? Fine. We've got the power of the purse." You're going to do something about this border. The Biden team don't want to do it. The Biden team is absolutely so committed to open borders that they're threatening right now openly. This is the most insane thing I've heard in a long time. They're threatening openly to send your kids over to Ukraine to fight, saying, hey, you don't give us our Ukraine money? Oh, maybe we'll just make a decision to send your kids over to fight. If you don't give us the, uh, uh, the money for Ukraine and you, 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 uh, you, you insist on securing the border. Are you following what I'm telling you? He, did I explain that poorly? The GOP's like, secure the border or no freaking Ukraine money. And this sick, crazy, lunatic Biden administration's like, okay, don't give us the Ukraine money. How about we send your kids over there? No. Yeah. No. Yes. Here, listen to the budget director, Shalanda Young. And by the way, Lloyd Austin, the defense secretary, is alleged to have kind of implied and hinted at this last week. You think that sounds absolutely crazy? Listen yourself. 
The one thing I do take issue with is Americans want their national security taken care of. We agree with that. What happens if Putin marches through Ukraine? What's next? NATO countries. Our sons and daughters are at risk of being a part of a larger conflict. And it's not just Putin. Other dictators watching what Congress is doing. Right. Uh, what is what signal does that send? So our national security is also influenced with not providing Ukraine. You you get that? Did you guys see the winky winky nod nod? Well, you know, Putin attacks a NATO country. Your kids will be over there. That's absolutely a controllable decision by the Biden administration to send our kids over there or not. That's not what they're doing here. This is going to be the media narrative going forward. You're going to be hip to it a week in advance. Okay. The media narrative is going to go forward is going to be the Republicans, man. Republicans holding up Ukraine money. Putin's going to win. And then our kids are going to be over there. What they're not telling you is all the Republicans are asking in exchange for this money, whether you agree with it or not, is, hey, you got to secure this border. Because if we're going to secure Ukraine, we got to secure our border. The media is not going to tell you any of this. Do not. Please, man. Do not let your leftist friends get away with this shit online. Attack me like, no, 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 no. None of that's actually true. It's amazing. You want to secure Ukraine's border. And all the Republicans are saying is, yeah, whatever. We'll give you that money. Whether you agree with it or not. All I need you to do is secure our border, too. And the Democrats are saying, nah, we'd rather send your kids to go get killed than secure our border. These people are freaking crazy, folks. They are absolute lunatics. And they're liars, too. You see, Corrine Jean-Pierre got nailed by the community notes. What do we always say about community notes, fellas? Macho man, top ropes with the big elbow. Community notes from the top ropes again. Corrine Jean-Pierre sent out this hilarious tweet. Today, we got more good economic news. 199,000 jobs created last month. Total of 14 million created under Biden. It's Bidenomics in action. (laughs) It could be... Community notes, folks. You ever see Macho Man? He gets up on the top. He's like this. He gets up on the top row. He's like this. This is community note, right? Boom. From the top ropes. Readers add context. It's well documented. 72% of job gains since 2021 are simply jobs recovered that were lost during the pandemic, not created. It's over, man. It's over. Elizabeth, it's over. He's out. From the top ropes. The ref is in. Wraps him up. (laughs) Yeah, the Kenny Bell. There we go. (laughs) That Kenny Bell goes on forever. It's over. (laughs) All right, a couple quick things before we go. Zero Hedge article. This is just for you. We're not going to get this. We'll get put the Wall Street Journal thing for tomorrow. But there's a quick note before you go because. a lot of you who follow me have been a victim to this. I'm just going to put this out in advance because this is a really big deal and it's getting worse with artificial intelligence. Ladies and gentlemen, we will never solicit from you a credit card number, ever solicit from you. If you go to our site and you buy a shirt, that's different. We're store.bongino.com. If you buy my book somewhere, we will never ask you for your credit card number ever. If I'm ever or someone, it's not me. If someone pretending to be me is ever in my Rumble chat or on Facebook or on Twitter, or on truth, saying, hey, let's stop in the chat here. We got Duke 6769, okay? Hey, Duke, that's a cool American flag emoji. You won today. Give me your credit card number, and we're going to send you $500. It's a scam. 
We do not ask you for information ever, ever, under any circumstances, unless you purchase something from us. That's it. It happens on Facebook. It happens on Zero Hedge has a great article by Tyler Durden here. Tyler Durden, Americans are being scammed in more sophisticated ways than ever. The article, read it, because it's about another scam that unfortunately a lot of elderly folks are falling for. Folks, there's these AI voice generators. Guy uses them once. They are scary good. Guy, didn't you do one for me one time? And I was like, dude, that is crazy. How do you know it's even me right now? This may not be me. We may be doing an AI show. It's that good. You ask me a question, I'll prove you it's me in the chat. But it's that good. They're calling grandmas and grandpas up. Oh, grandma, it's your granddaughter, Isabel. Oh, no, what's up? I'm in jail. Don't tell mom I need you. Ladies and gentlemen, it is almost 100% a scam. Here's my suggestion to you. It's not good enough for me to tell you it's a scam. Here's the way out of this. To folks that you don't have to be a grandma or anything, anyone out there, have, I have a password with my daughter and my family. Have a password. It's a simple thing. Oh, you're in jail? You need $10,000 wired? Oh, interesting. What's the password? Uh, Fidelio? What did you watch? Eyes wide shut? That's not the password. Have a password. Because this stuff, the AI, Reiki, the AI is sick. It's so good. It is like, and in five, six years, it's going to be, you're not, you're never going to know the difference. Five, six, right. Five, six weeks, maybe. Get a password. Tell the whole family what it is. Don't share it. And anytime there's a sensitive conversation on the phone where you have any doubt, what's the password? Please do it for me. And just a reminder, we will never ask you for anything. Why don't you shut these accounts down? Folks, we've tried on Facebook. I'm telling you within seconds, 100 more. It's useless. It doesn't matter. I will never ask you for anything. You'll be fine. Just let them comment away. It's kind of hilarious. You won $42,000. It's, it's, it's a very sophisticated operation. All right, I got to run. Thanks so much for tuning in. Sorry about the technical hiccup. The show will be available right away. Please just check out the beginning. I, I got my weekend update in case you missed it. It's going to be available right away. The stream didn't go down. It was just a little technical hiccup because we're being attacked by maniacs. Always. Uh, Rumble.com slash Bongino. Join the chat every single day. Download the Rumble app. Big things coming. Great user interface. We love it. I will see you back here tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show.